Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. Determining ideal nitrogen rates can be tricky, but it is important for farmers to evaluate their management practices. I'm Charity Seebecker with the Midwest Farm Report. Mike Castellano, agronomy professor from Iowa State University, says that there is a lot of uncertainty about what optimum nitrogen rates are, but thanks to advances in precision agriculture, it is getting a little bit easier. The optimum nitrogen rates are incredibly variable from field to field and year to year because they're the outcome of how much nitrogen from the soil organic matter will be transformed to ammonium and nitrate, the same compounds that farmers buy in fertilizer every year, how much of that nitrogen will be lost to the environment, how much nitrogen is the crop going to demand that year. Once we account for all those, we can start to better identify the optimum nitrogen rate. But understanding all those processes are quite complex, really difficult, leading to a lot of uncertainty about what optimum nitrogen rates are for any specific operation in any specific year. So what is the optimum nitrogen fertilizer rate and what affects that? So we really only know the optimum nitrogen fertilizer rate after the fact at the end of the year. Right now, our approach is to provide just one static rate that is not dynamic with agricultural operations other than corn following corn or corn following soybeans, and it's not dynamic with year either. The goal of our work is to provide more dynamic recommendations that take into account changes in farmer operations, changes in weather, genetics, environment, and management to reduce that uncertainty. We'll never get an, you know, the exact rate, but what we can do is reduce the uncertainty in what the rate is. So you mentioned you don't necessarily get that rate until the end, but how do you measure for that rate or how do you get to getting that rate? In the past, we've used nitrogen fertilizer rate trials on university research farms. So we have several rates of nitrogen, typically five to seven in replicated plots, and then we measure the yield response as a function of those different nitrogen inputs. Now, going forward with advances in precision agriculture, we can do that exact same work with variable rate application on farmer fields without slowing them down at all. And we can get those same data, scale them up across hundreds of farmer fields every year. Why are these rates so variable? What can farmers do to reduce the optimum nitrogen rates? So the rates are really variable because we don't understand fully how genetics, environment, and management all interact to affect what the optimum rate is. Obviously, there'll always be uncertainty in weather, and that's why we'll never be able to predict exactly the right rate at the beginning of the planting season. But there are genetic and management factors that we know do push or pull the nitrogen rate in one direction or the other. A good example would be drainage. Well-drained soils, they need less nitrogen fertilizer despite getting uh, equal or higher yields than poorly drained soils. Other examples include residue management, soil texture. There are some things that we know that affect the direction of the nitrogen rate, and that's where we're starting. What are your recommendations once you know what your rate is moving forward? What should farmers then use that data to take their steps moving forward in their operation? Our goal is to provide farmers 
a lot of data with modeled outputs so they can better manage risk and the uncertainty associated with what the right nitrogen fertilizer rate is. We expect that there'll be enormous benefits from that because as I mentioned, our current recommendations are static over time. There are some years that follow a dry fall, for example, where we know farmers require less nitrogen fertilizer. And those will be easy things for us to pick up uh, in the beginning as we move towards further and further reducing that uncertainty around the optimum nitrogen rate. What tools are you currently developing? We, uh, my colleague Soterios Arcantoulis, who's also a professor of agronomy at Iowa State University, have a number of cropping systems decision support tools on the Iowa State agronomy webpage. Uh, soybean planting date decision tool, for example, where uh, growers can select their cropping district, uh, the variety they're planting, um, maturity group, and the planting date, and see what the optimum outcome is there in terms of yield. We're now developing similar tools for nitrogen. So uh, the tools are not available yet, but you can imagine a situation where a farmer can go in and select different variables to describe their farming operation in terms of genetics, soil type, management, and get a mean predicted nitrogen optimum nitrogen fertilizer rate also with a range of uncertainty around it. And so they'll be able to observe how different management systems have different optimum nitrogen rates and how different management practices, for example, drainage we discussed, can reduce that uncertainty. So not only reduce what the actual rate is, but also reduce the uncertainty in that rate. And that's the information we're trying to develop in easy-to-use tools for our farmers. How can Wisconsin farmers utilize these tools and utilize what you guys are doing to benefit them here? You know, there's a lot of overlap, we know. Certain management practices will affect the optimum nitrogen rate, particularly directionally, the same way whether it's in Wisconsin or across the border in Iowa. Drainage, again, another example. Residue management, uh, another good example where, um, you know, some partial har residue harvest can lower optimum nitrogen rates. Those directional things transfer across state borders. And I think there's a lot of learning to be done, too, by just using the tools to identify what practices change outcomes. And that learning can just help better manage nitrogen in Wisconsin. That was Mike Castellano, an agronomy professor from Iowa State University. To find the tools you mentioned, go to iastate.edu. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker.